The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw <laughs> Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. <laughs> I am Kevin James Doyle. I am John Sieber. I, I drank some giggle juice. You did drink some I know, giggle I'm, juice. I'm laughing. I, I'm chuckling it up over here. We had, we had some funnies Uh-oh. before we got into that. I think one of us burped into the microphone. I think it was, it was me. you. It, it was, was you. Me. Yeah. We talked a couple episodes ago about one of us. I think it was me or Kevin burped into a microphone. You and, burped into the microphone. And you were talking about how bad it smelled. And I realized it just the, sounds so gross with these oh, headphones on. It does. I actually, the other night I burped by accident. I burped, and then my girlfriend showed up at the thing that we were at a friend's, a friend was speaking at something, and I turned and just wafted uh, like a burp into her face. I felt so bad. I, I, I have, I'm a terrible burp smeller. Why am I talking about this on a national I podcast? Have no, I have no it's idea. It's an international podcast. Yeah, I have no have idea. have listeners all over the world that just heard about what I did. I think, um, I think. Sorry, that sounded really proud. That, uh, <laughs> this, this part of the podcast so far gets one uh, carbonated Cosmo. <laughs> like I, can we talk like about cos- how great Kevin looks? Kevin's been Kevin diet stop. strict diet. You're, it's true. Your shirt is, your shirt's baggy. Man, what's the diet you've been on? Uh, slow slow carb diet. Thank Sub you, Tim Ferriss. Thank you, Tim Ferriss. The four hour work week. Most people work forty. What if you? Laid in a hammock on a beach and worked four hours a week. Here's what it means to be part of the new rich. I'm so Tim Ferriss. It's he has a very popular pod, but uh, it's basically avoid sugar. Yeah. I mean that's like the only thing. And then and then I've just been running more. You look it's, great. It's because in, it's because in January I'm filming my uh, uh, stand up show that I've been doing for the past year. Corey's directing it. I am directing it. And I'm uh, attending. I was like, you there. know, it's going to be great. I'm excited about it. And I was like, I don't want in three years, even like the week after to just be like, oh yeah, you were bloated, Kevin. So it's the, it's part of the vanity is keeping me in, but also the fear of like holiday eats. That's true. I think one thing that is, that shows a great thing about being on camera is that you need to look better and lose weight. And when you're behind the camera, like I will be, I just spent a bunch of time eating Grippo's chips yeah. and sour Skittles. And the whole, I, I'm going to be fat. And the whole time, care. the whole time I'm like doing it, the, everyone's like, man, the, the show is great. It's filmed really well. Who's that guy burping in the background the whole time? The His, whole theater smell. The theater stinks you're like out gross of breath, burp. Just shaking the camera with every single one of your burps. This oh. is what I'll say. Just like yeah. when I, because lately, like you'll see like little changes in your, in your like, in your body when you lose, lose a few pounds. And then. But and you're like proud of yourself. But then I look at like Kim Cattrall, or like the last episode where she like was rocking a six pack. You're like, 
I can't even fucking imagine well, what level you're doing to have that. Oh, <laughs> I just looked over at John and he's got the listeners out there. John has a trucker hat on top of his headphones. Why not, man? You know what I'm going to do? Why not? I'm going to take a picture of you and we will tweet or gram this at some point when my phone decides to actually take a picture. What, what uh, were you going to say, Corey? I was going to say that you were talking about that. I think it's incredibly commendable of the the shape that all of the actresses on the show oh, yeah. are in. They also I'll say this, Willie Garson, I think he was in his 30s. He's like trim and slim when he takes his shirt off. He's not he doesn't have a six pack, but he looks better than I do. He he wasn't he wasn't doing as much as the girls were doing. That is true. But I will not put right him on that character. level, but his yeah. character, he's a, he's a, he's a softer man, you know, like in the sense of like he's he's a little doughy. I mean, he was kind of doughy. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> I mean, treading into deep waters here. It, I've got more dad bod than he does. Yeah, it, no, I mean, it's just like I also have six kids. I got six <laughs> kids. I got to get them to school yeah. every day. You got mouths to feed, man. I got mouths to no. feed. It's it's all I can do to get to Dunkin' Donuts. Anybody that <laughs> listens to this is clearly like, we know you don't have kids. You wouldn't be recording, so wasting your life away recording this podcast if you had kids. That's true. Um, but no, but, um. Enough about the weight. I want to get. I want to get to. Uh, we've had some social media uh, yeah. check-ins that we need to get through. So we should also introduce our guests for for tonight. That's we've been true. talking over them the whole time. Hi, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is me. It's it's, uh, it's great to have you here. Introduce yourself. I played Igor in in uh, Frankenstein, and <laughs> is it Edward G. Robinson? It's what Edward G. Robinson. What's your? Is it really? What's your? I don't know. Edward. Oh. What? Look up Edward G. Robinson. How did you first start watching Sex in the City? Well, I needed to watch something when I was on set, <laughs> and also I had a crick in my back. Okay. So first of all, let me do the first social thing. Do the first social thing. I'm putting this hat back on. Put your. <laughs> I, I posted about last episode um, with uh, Alanis Morissette and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. That was the two kissing thing ago. I put on Instagram. Two, uh, two, two ago. Episodes. Two episodes. And uh, and Elizabeth Cook for Sheriff just said, "Guys, quit dangling." Oh. <laughs> Elizabeth Cook for Sheriff, our guest Elizabeth Cook, uh, a couple episodes ago, she hates that she she calls Steve a such a dangler. Yeah, because he wears basketball shorts with boxers and, and always carries a basketball. Which last episode, Steve was going for the million dollar shot at uh, yeah Madison oh, that, Square. That was literally that was the most dangling. Episode he was dangling ever. for dough right there. Okay. Also, Morgan Olympia, dangler. Shout out to Morgan Olympia. Uh, Morgan specifically. Throw a five-star review and a rating up there. Why not? I mean, we're shouting you out. Shout us out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she says, please bring back Ank, our favorite character. Oh, so we got we to address Ank. We brought Ankate. in Ank, Ank like two episodes ago? Two I episodes think? ago. But she said, bring back Ank for season four, episode nine. So I wonder if they go down south or something. In that. <laughs> I, Is that I, why? I, I could get on board bringing, bringing Ank back for a specific episode. What would that be? Season four, episode nine. I'm okay. down. Well, I'll the say return this. Of Yank. Return of the Yank. Return of the Yank. First of all, this is a little Oh, my God. Uh-oh, is he back? What, no, how, he's not. He's how's Ank's name spelled? I, a, it's, I think it's, it's A-I-N-K. No. Because you said no, think pink with an A. No, it's dash A-N-K. <laughs> it's not dash, like apostrophe A-N-K. Okay, Ank. So his name's like Hank, but you take off the H? Yep. Ank. Ank. But I mean, I, like. I always thought it was like A-I-N. CK Ank. He'd be like German Ank. or something like that. He we we got a tweet from uh 
Kate Atkins. It's at K-A-A-I-I-I-T. She said, okay, at Bradshaw Boys, I know we are supposed to hate Ank, which I'll pause real quick. No one ever told you to hate him. You're not supposed to, except for John. Go ahead. Hate Ank. Hate hate away. She says, okay, I know I'm supposed to hate Ank or whatever, but A, I love him, and B, he totally belongs with Samantha and kind of reminds me of some of her flings. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like I want to bring him back. I feel like Ank would be. Can you just imagine? Wait, like the next day he wakes up next to her, he's just like, he'd crush some dessert at Fusion. That's for sure. He would. He he would take out that okra. Oh yeah. I'm 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 avoiding getting because it'll just we gotta save we gotta save him. But thank I'm just glad I'm just glad that people that people responded to him in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um. Also, we we fucked up really bad. Was what, that was that like that someone just going? Someone just, just threw I, something away on a I, Mac trash. I think Jeremy. <laughs> I think Jeremy, our producer, if you heard that, he just trashed something on the Mac. He we took were, all. He I took all. Was, I think he was throwing Ank, Ank the character away. in he the trash. Ank just <laughs> slid we were, Ank in he, the he put Ank in the trash. You can't keep me in there. We, anyway. that was like we looked at each other and was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so yeah. funny. Yeah, we did. Uh, we we fucked up because Liz. Uh, De, De Ruin, De Ruin, she's written in before. Huge fan. Thank huge. you. We're a huge fan of you is what we're saying. Um, and we were supposed to ask uh, Jim Miller a question. What was the question? Who was the most like their character and who was the least like their oh, character? Man. Here's in what person. we'll do. Here's what we'll do. And we can't promise you. We can't promise you that we'll get an answer. Um, but we will send that question to Jim. And we'll if, send it to Jim. We'll send yeah. it to Jim. And if Jim answers, uh, we will we will get you that back. Um, if he doesn't, we won't get it back to you, but we will try. And thank you for sending that in. We're sorry. And if we, you, if we can't get it back to you, we'll make something up. We'll make something yeah, up. Yeah, we'll just make it up. Corey will burp an answer. Into I, just, I just burped as John was saying that. Also, it's still on the table. Like we said a couple episodes ago, you send us your address. I'll send you a postcard. We'll do that. Boom. And um, a couple episodes ago, we asked on Twitter, what are your favorite season three episodes? And people have just been like, buckle up for season three. Yeah. And- I mean, I'm buckled. You that, buckle up more. That last episode got one of the highest rated. It, it got an average of like 4.9. What did you give it? Ke- I gave it a 4.75. Kevin gave it a 5. Kevin gave, gave it a 5. I gave, I gave it a, a, a 4.75. And then uh, Jim Miller gave it a 4.75, but out of the whole series, he gave it a 5. So that right. th- I feel like we're in new territory now. Well, you, what did that one tweet say? Because one said, from here on through the rest of season three is like bonkers. Yeah. It was, it's, I forget who said it, but someone said, uh, yeah, um, I will, Julia Bartz at Julia Bartz, uh, a new listener. Uh, and she, but she said, I hope they can bring some guests who can speak specifically to the feminist aspects of the show. Get ready. We got some people coming up, but she said as the, as the power dynamics in season three get pretty crazy. And we've had a lot of other people say, yeah, the rest of season three is just nuts, man. I wonder if they're, I wonder just get me. I mean, I guess we're going to watch oh, Ru- Ruth, uh, Ruth Rivera, how and random Ruthiness who's tweeted us before. She said episode six through 12, the whole set buckle up for the roller coaster. She and told Kevin to buckle up. So, this, so then we're watching episode, episode six today. Yeah, we are. So well, that'll be like the And get ready because part of the roller coaster where some, you're going up, where you're going up the cranking it up. Here's our next six guests. Margaret Sanger. Uh, Gloria Steinem, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> all these people. <laughs> it's gonna be, I mean, we uh, if you have if you have a specific uh, um, 
We should we'll we should we'll do some research and find find like uh, I don't know what style of feminist uh, we want, but we'll do some research. We'll get like we'll get someone who's really uh, I want a Cajun feminist. <laughs> You asked me what kind of style. I want a Cajun feminist. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, these gators come up in here. And, uh, oh, man, these gators. See, the thing about a gator is... Uh, so much of a better character than Ink. Already. already? Cajun feminist. Cajun if, feminist? It's a, if it's a female gator, it should be able to get paid the same as a male gator. <laughs> <laughs> think, think, think it's female gators. They didn't have the right to vote till later. And so that's why the swamps are so full of male gators. I can't, I can't do it, Gator. But they still <laughs> got them teeth. Oh, they got it. The thing is, the female, see, the animal kingdom, the women are actually more powerful. The men are more docile. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I think because you hate all the characters. I, I love uh, the characters. I love them. I know. You love it, John. All right. So, um, Cajun feminist. <laughs> but we'll, we'll do some research and find, uh, find a good feminist, uh, few feminist guests. We'll find a good few feminist guests. Well, one of them will be Cajun. One of them. One will of them. Be, no, I, I do, I, I do feel like, um, we will find Cajun feminists, but, uh, uh, yeah, I think that, <laughs> you know, we've talked about this on the show. We're, th- we're we're three dudes watching the show, and we need that angle. Uh, yeah. we will we will definitely find someone uh, to inform us. Will um, you put up a Craig's ex- Craigslist ad for a Cajun feminist? One hundred percent. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> someone also uh, at at Jumbotronic tweeted at us, and he said, "Oh man, you guys thought the penile implant scene was heavy? Just you wait." Holy mac! It's What's he- that even mean? I don't know. It's a heavy tweet. Thank you at Jumbotronic. I can't wait. Um. John, did you eat any Grippo's chips tonight? Yeah, I did. At Knee Neighbor on Instagram, at Knee Neighbor, thank you for the Grippo's chips They're that delicious. you sent to Jeremy, our producer. We've been crushing them. Also, we crushed them tonight. Also, uh, we went and saw One Woman Sex in the City. We did. It was, you. it's only around till, uh, till through the rest of the year, through January 6th. I, I think. It, I'm not sure. If it gets extended, keep your eye, keep your eye on it. Because is hilarious. She was our guest, and and it's just like it's unbelievable. It's so good. So if it's still open, you guys, you have to go. Do it. Here's the thing: come to New York, go see One Woman Sex in the City. It's at One Woman Satc. That's their Twitter. Um, go see the show. Go to Magnolia. Eat a cupcake. Go to Long Island Bar in Brooklyn on Atlantic Avenue and get you a Cosmopolitan because the owner of that bar. Invented the Cosmo. That's true. Go to the Fireman's Ball in Staten Island. Go to the Fireman's Ball in Staten Island. Meet a fireman who is a great fireman. He's a little dumb. <laughs> a little slow. A little slow. And got to say, just straight up, thank you uh, for such a wonderful uh, time, Strawberry Daiquiri. Yes. Was, uh, thank you very much, Strawberry Daiquiri, for winning so. the contest and being a, being a, a great companion to the show. Well, let's uh, let's get on that roller coaster. Let's hop on. John, you, does your mom still listen to all the episodes? Yeah. The, which, if, if the dog needs to be watched, podcast got to be listened to. <laughs> That's the saying in our household. If uh, did, did she let you know anything about like last time when you kept on talking about how I show my mom my dick, even though... That's not a thing. You showed her your dick too. That's the it's weird. She's <laughs> you showed that. I was it. running listening to that and I was just like laughing at you making fun of me. I was also like <laughs> what is this bro? That was really funny. I was listening to that too. <laughs> so I just in her own podcast. I, I thought maybe your mom oh. No, she hasn't said anything but uh, but she might be behind. I I'll, I'll, I don't know. All right, check in. I'll with check her. in with her. Hey, no no no. Don't check in with her. 
Hey, Sandy, are you listening? Send us a signal. <laughs> All right, let's go watch an episode. Let's go watch an episode. Hey, I I just want to, I, I did just get one tweet I want to read, and it says, uh, hey, uh, you know what I think about a, you know, a beignet, I think we should call him a genier. That, that'd be a female donut, because a beignet is a man's name, but a genier, come on down, come on down to Atchafalaya. You coming down to Atchafalaya Basin, I'll make you a muffaletta. All right, that was, that was Cajun Feminist. Episode 36, Are We Sluts? Carrie wants to sleep with Aiden, but he's reluctant to rush into a physical relationship. Miranda discovers she has chlamydia and has to inform her sexual partners from the past. Charlotte's new boyfriend calls her names during sex, and Samantha's neighbors disapprove of her sex life after a late-night visitor lets in a burglar. And now, back to the boys. This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. All right, so we're back. We just watched an app, and uh, gotta say, happy to be talking once again about our favorite uh, subject, New York real estate. Yeah, That's true. there were some New York real estate things in there. Samantha, Samantha moved apartments. You want me to do the uh, rundown, John? I run it down, baby. I'm feeling I'd love com- you to run it down. I'm feeling comfy. Run it down. Come on, Kev, Kev, boy, let me run it down. Come on, Kev, Kev, boy, come on, run it down. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Run it down, Come on now, boy, boy, run it down. Okay. Here we go. So, uh, Samantha has been having a little too much fun with the guys <laughs> because... Uh, she buzzed in a friend at two in the morning yep. and, uh, to have sexual relations with him and a robber, uh, criminal walked in behind him unbeknownst and assaulted one of the, uh, ladies in his building. She couldn't her shut building. her left eye. Yeah. yeah she, she can't. And so the, everyone in the building is pissed off at Samantha. So she is thinking about moving mm-hmm. and she moves down into the meatpacking district. That's the end of the episode. She yeah. Moves out, yeah. But they yeah. Like shame her the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, not at the meatpacking district. Very, no, very acceptable. Very welcoming. Very Super welcoming. Into it. Uh, Charlotte, uh, really likes this guy, but every time he comes, he says, you fucking slut. You fucking, no, you fucking bitch. You, you fucking, fucking whore. bitch. You fucking whore. That's it. And Doesn't remember it. Selective amnesia. <laughs> yeah. And then he uh, ends up at the end of the episode breaking up with her because he he just can't handle himself and he goes to therapy. Yeah. And he Char- with her. Charlotte um, or uh, Charlotte. Miranda, she and Steve are just having their classic little issues right now, working things out. But uh, Miranda roll, finds out she do has, not roll your eyes at Steve. I didn't. I was rolling my eyes at their goofy little relationship. Part of, Steve is part of that relationship. <laughs> so I, I don't want any contempt from you. She gets. Uh, she has chlamydia, so she calls, uh, makes a list of all of her partners, and uh, goes down the whole list, and then makes Steve get tested, and then 
Steve finds out that he doesn't have it, but he has tons of partners. And uh, hers, her number was uh, the great Jackie Robinson of, uh, of fuck numbers, 42. Mm-hmm. And then capping it off is Carrie and Aiden. She really wants to S him, but he wants to wait because... Him. Huh? Sex him. She oh, wants okay. to sex him. Okay. And uh, and so she's trying to figure out whether she's in the friend zone or not. That keeps on waiting. And then finally, they go see some blues. Mm-hmm. And then he comes home and he says, I want to fuck you. And he makes a bath. Waits a few more days. And then he has sex. They wake up the next day. And then... The entire episode is about are they sluts? That's true. Mm. And it was written and directed by. It was based on a book by Candace Bushnell. It was directed. No, so that was that was the episode. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Pretty good. Let's go home. So, who? What should we talk about first? Well, let's see. <clears throat> are they sluts? Well, at when Miranda by historical standards, yes. Sure. But mores are changing. Maybe this show helped change a lot of that. Well, I think the show did. I mean, that's part of the reason we're doing this podcast is mm-hmm. that the show did change some of the mores. Are you chewing gum loudly in yeah, the mic? Yeah, crushing gum. Yeah, you got to not crush that gum. You're okay. like Burt Macklin. Listen, if you, have burp, you... Burp Macklin? Well, I'm Burp Macklin. Have you ever listened to Howard Stern? Have you ever heard him? Is there's he chew gum? Is he a, a radio guy? There's, he's a radio guy, and there's one episode where he goes, you know what the secret of, of, of my success is? I never chew gum. Robin, get out the butt bongos. That's what he says. <laughs> that's, that's what he says. He doesn't so, chew gum. I no, I don't. I don't think they are. But I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if their numbers. Because think about how influential television is, just like in general as a as a thing. Yeah. And then you're like, I wonder, because you know how they're doing these tests now or studies that people are having less sex than ever before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you you wonder. You're like, all we know about how many people people have sex with or how many you've had sex with. It's like your own number and like the 10 people around you and then the few famous people. But then I was like, I wonder if you get down to brass taxes, if <laughs> what people's numbers you, are. You Hold on. Keep I, going, but I got it. We got to okay, roll it back. Yeah, yeah. Do a side thing. This yeah, yeah. is actually interesting, which is yeah. like- brass, brass taxes? Brass taxes. What yeah. is brass taxes? You don't know what that is? That's a saying. That's like when you get down to just like- the thing, the brass taxes. You know it's you know it's brass tax. tax. Well, that's just multiple people, so I'm talking about multiple taxes. That'd be brass tax. The plural of tax is tax. Brass taxes would be like, hey, my taxes. No, I make so much money, I make it in brass. The brass taxes. All, you no, you don't know what I'm what I was saying. I'm saying the biggest state in the union. Uh huh. Let's get down to the brass taxes. <laughs> there we go. Brass. T- okay, the brass tax. Thank you. Is. Um, brass tax is sure the brass tax is this that what if there's all these numbers of of what is a lot and what is a little of how many time people have sex with and it's always off like no one i just want to see the scientific numbers like if 42 is how are you not chiming in does this I know, not make i'm sense? waiting for you to get I, yeah, to your you're, point i'm trying to for you wait, I'm trying like, to follow your is, point Did I, you want this to be a documentary where they just <laughs> go over how many people no are? i wonder how influential this show is on how many people expect to have sex with. If you're someone that's like, okay, oh, so that's like, oh, and I wonder how they come at their how they came at their numbers. 
if well that guy came at his number by calling her a fucking bitch or fucking whore. Yeah, and, and he, he came. That's what he said. You're wondering. Okay, so you're wondering how they came at the numbers for the. I'm wondering how much is they're talking about what the normal is this too many or whatever. Right. And I wonder what it's like to watch TV and then all of a sudden be like, oh, I guess people in New York. Women in New York have sex with like about 40 people. Well, if you're like somewhere else and you're like, oh, I guess that's what New York is like. And then you get here and you're like, what? no well, one has time to have sex. You know what I mean? Like that. I wonder if people think that you're going to have more. If a show like this makes you think like people have sex in New York way more than they do. Or if if we actually do. I think this show. I expectations mean, the way- versus reality. I believe it's another Sex and the City episode. It probably. I mean, I think the show is when it came out 20 years ago, they said that all the stories had to come from experiences the writers actually had. Mm-hmm. So I bet there had to be some writer that was like, I went over my number with one of my partners and we talked about that and people's numbers are up there. I do think that what you're saying, because of the internet and stuff, there've been studies that are like, people are having less sex because they're looking at pornography or people are more, um, people are more disconnected now because of that. But I think back then, I mean, there's a there's a key moment where Steve does his number and he and Miranda's like Steve won't give his number. He wouldn't give his number, but he was like thirty, and then Miranda was like sixty, 60. and he was like higher, and he's like, "What? I'm a bartender. I'm a, bartender. I'm a short. I'm a bartender. I'm cute." Yeah. But then Miranda, then they were like, and that right there, I don't remember the actual line, but it was like, she was oh, she was like, by the way, when men say that, they're not sluts. And I think that was the point was mm-hmm. that like, no matter how yeah. high people's numbers are, they're like, well, Miranda counted up 42 people. That's a ton. And it's like, but Steve got out 60 people and no one's judging him. Right. Yeah. So that's it's where the double standard. It's the double of, standard. Yeah. Of, yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. Totally. I just wonder in general, I'm like, man, I just wonder, like, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I wonder it would be so interesting to know. And that's probably one of those things that you can't necessarily ever do a perfect study on because people will will lie about it mm-hmm. but it's like i wonder if you, you can could... never cut down to the gold taxes with yeah, tax always, gold tax it's always brass tax it's always, it's always, brass your, tax it's always your third place numbers of yeah. who you had sex with but that's what that's what i was thinking during it i was like 42 people i wonder i wonder what if you started first of all i don't have a list i don't i don't i don't have a number you don't have the names of all 42 people that you slept with I've I haven't known any other names. Yeah, see that now that <laughs> I respect that I respect that you're just like this is purely physical has nothing to do with our personalities or even remembering who each other are. It's, it's, the, it's light, a, the lights are out. A, I don't a know short transaction. I don't know what anyone looks like. Yeah. yeah. I also uh, this is another Charlotte thing that I was like not totally sure that uh, she she seemed this I like this th- thing for her, but I was like she just got prude out of nowhere. I know she said it as a joke, but it's like. Uh, last week she said big black cock and this week she's like I can't even say it I guess it's because he called her a whore well and I think the other thing is that she, it, it was a good Charlotte moment because that guy yelled out you know what fast fast times the, the lifestyles of the rich and famous what what that's a good Charlotte moment <laughs> lifestyles of the rich and famous that is a good Charlotte moment uh, you're always complaining uh, <laughs> I caught that reference she, she's a bitch and she's a whore I do feel like you're giving them a proper British accent it's more like lifestyles of the rich and famous but you're like lifestyles of the rich and famous it's I feel gotta like be a little they, more nasally, like nasally. Fake, yeah. they go a little more nasally, nasally Kevin 
Yeah. Do more names. Go ahead. Do it. You do guys it. wouldn't even have fucking have do? that reference if Go? I hadn't. Well, done yeah, it. but we, 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 chew your... <laughs> we improved it. So you need chew to give... your gum on your ivory tower yeah, and not give us a... your gum out. Yeah. I'm not going to. And why not? Because you're you're not, you don't live under the stern standard. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's me, Kev. I've heard people talk Get the about bongos. People have talked about the mouth noises on this podcast, and I think good. Tell them to fucking text me. Okay. I'm going to give out your phone number right now on this podcast. Don't do it. I will. Do it. You're so brave. Do you guys want to text Kevin? Say yes. And if yes. you say yes, don't give my phone number. Here we go. We're actually not going to get. We're actually not going to get any any text. Okay. So Kevin's phone number is. Okay, I'm just going to give it the Bradshaw voice number. Ha! You didn't have the balls to do it. And you're uh -oh, a good friend. Uh -oh. Three three zero two six. That's all I'll do. That's all I'll do because you're my friend. If you, listen, three three zero two six. If you can, you guys take it from there and you can text me. That was Barb's number, actually. I took the gum out. Took Thank the you. Gum out. There you go. You just got to give away a third of someone's number. <laughs> Fake gum. All right. <laughs> are they? Are we sluts? Well, are that no? The Good Charlotte moment, not the band, which is amazing. Also, you know, one of the members of Good Charlotte is married to Cameron Diaz. Really? Benji has Madden she, is married to Cameron Diaz. I think it's Benji. Has she heard their music? I don't think he's let her. I don't think he's letter. We got to get him on the podcast. God, Ask him about that. Him on here. He's like, yeah, I actually heard. First of all, you were chewing gum. Second, you roasted me in my music. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you wouldn't even do it a proper impression with the nasally thing going on. <laughs> I'm not from England. <laughs> um, um, okay, good Charlotte moment. He, he's congested. <laughs> he, good Charlotte moment was uh, her saying, wait, are we sluts? No one wants to marry a slut. No one wants to marry a fucking whore. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that was like back to her true character where... When that guy said that to her, it made her worried enough where she was like, I've had sex with all these guys. Nobody wants to marry someone like that because that's her objective. People are always like, what does your character want? She wants to end up happily ever after and get married. And so the theme of this episode, that's where that hit her. Samantha, she was like. It's a good Charlotte moment. Don't you love when you're talking to Kevin and he's not listening to a word? You say he's just priming up good Charlie. <laughs> Wait, do you mean every time you talk to Kevin about anything? <laughs> I hope, I really actually do hope that this is the moment that gets our podcast pulled down off of iTunes because we don't have the rights to this music. Yeah, Kevin. Or was that a sample? It was a sample. All right. We can put it. Okay, so. <laughs> Kevin, let me, can let you me summarize what Corey was just yeah, saying? Yeah, summarize what I was saying. Oh, it's so good. I was just Good Charlotte on Spotify, so I don't know. So it was Good Charlotte, so we don't have the rights to it. Listen, if this is the last Bradshaw Boys episode, <laughs> I just want to say it's been a really it good run. It's been a great run. Shout out to Big Red. Corey, you know, I hear what you were saying. Thank you, John. It was Charlotte's, it's Charlotte's deepest fear to be a slut because she wants to get married. That's what her character wants. Exactly. Yeah. I, I Okay, that was a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's look at how... Let's look at the Samantha arc for this episode. Yeah. So Samantha. So what, what I find interesting is, is Samantha, when Samantha was talking to Charlotte, she said, like, if, if you're a slut, what does that make you? Like, she, she generally doesn't care about what anyone thinks of her. Yet, when it was close to her home, and she started to get worried about that. She, mm -hmm. was, she was worried about what, the, what her neighbors thought, what the elevator doorman thought, or elevator assistant thought it's always interesting to see samantha actually care about that stuff. well that's right that's what i that was a unique and interesting way to have her be in her head 
yeah. like to get her insecure and be like, because you with when you're writing a confident character like that, you're all of a sudden you're boxed in by being like, how would I? What should she be insecure about and have it like play true? And I thought that played totally true um, to her character. So I thought that part, I, I really liked that. And I'm glad she's moving out because it's like, why would you want to live with all those oldies? Yeah, mm. I feel like she, I do think it was interesting that she just in general, mm-hmm. uh, just in general, we've talked about our other Just sponsor. in general now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what about just in general? Okay, well, a, a few things. One is that, I think a lot of people have told us that we're moving into new territory with the show. And I did think about this in the middle of that episode. I do feel like we're in a new territory. There's something mm-hmm. about the way the episodes are going now. Maybe it's Aiden. Um, it just feels like some of the writing and some of the tone is kicked into a different thing. And even at the end when Samantha was like in the meatpacking district, there's just kind of this, there's like a liberation over everyone. Like there was just mm-hmm. kind of a thing where it was just like, she was like, I'm not going to stay here. And then she like moves downtown, which for her 20 years ago in New York, I'm sure moving out of the meatpacking district for someone who's like used to living in a fancy Upper East Side building was like, this is like a big crazy mm-hmm. move. She got me. chased out like Fuckenstein. She did. That was a good line. Yeah, she did. Although really she would have been Fuckenstein's monster. Fuckenstein's monster. Yeah, exactly. Wait, when did I, when did I do the Frankenstein voice? What are you talking Igor about? Igor from Frankenstein. Oh, before this. That's crazy. That's true. <laughs> That was that was fucking Stein's. Hell, I I am Igor, <laughs> Doctor Fucking Stein, dude. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? it Don't is. you think? Don't you think? <laughs> that is crazy. That's like I rain think. on your birthday. Um, no, rain on your wedding day. That's so that's funny. Rain on your birthday kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. No, I I think that you're right, and I think it's that thing that uh, our previous guest, um, Jim Miller, said. Is there? a show has to like switch it up. And I feel like so many times, like now they have the rhythm of everyone. They know them and they're where they should go. Whereas Mm -hmm. they didn't for a while. And I feel like now they're just ready to fucking jack it up to the next level because you can just tell they know they probably ran through all of those jokes and storylines that the first two seasons were like, we have to do this. And then they did them. It's like, what do we do? And now it's like, okay, who are these people? Mm -hmm. So it is kind of cool to, uh, like they're they're starting to get into the groove. I feel like they found that they're like finding their stride pretty hard now. And you've got you got Miranda and Steve having their little conflicts. You got Charlotte standing up to people saying like, I just don't want you to say that anymore. I think that means at some point soon Charlotte's gonna find a dude. I feel mm. like she's like zeroing in a little more. Yeah. yeah. I think the I think Samantha's gonna keep doing her thing. I do think the fact that they're even asking if they are sluts is a little bit dated. I feel like the the yeah. culture we live in, the slut this twenty years ago or dated now? Dated now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean this this that would be never something that would be acceptable to even ask on a TV show, I'm I'm guessing. No. Like like especially using that word. Like, I, I think it would be asked in a different way, which is which is like I feel like literally this conversation totally, it seems dated in a way that it's like, yeah, everyone, I feel like we've lived that conversation for 20 years now. Right. Like in a way that I, I, I don't know, maybe at the time they're like, no, everyone talked about that, but it seems like so obvious now the disparity between like shaming of like dudes and how many partners they traditionally right. have or like, but it doesn't, um, 
it is interesting to think about like people's numbers and be like, what, what would the number at this point be like, all right, you need to chill out. Cause if, because like 30 or 40, it's like, all right, liberated woman. But what if like Steve was like 12,000 people? <laughs> Will Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I think you think about like Will Chamberlain. How many, what was his? Like 10,000. And that's clearly, that's just too but many. But that's like when you think about Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hours. He's like Will Chamberlain had. He is an expert. He was an expert. He was an expert at sleeping with. You're assuming that it takes him an hour to have sex with someone. That's a good point. I am. I feel like I guess he wasn't an expert. I feel like on your nine nine thousandth woman, it would. I don't know. Maybe more exciting or a little more like ah man. Law of diminishing utility would suggest that it'd be less exciting. That's true. (laughs) What's the law of diminishing utility? The, The more you have something, the less. Utility, the less like happiness or, or joy it brings you. I I, yeah, I feel thing. like joy. Is that also, I feel like uh, joy and coming are different things, though. <laughs> I'm sure, like maybe Wilt Chamberlain, sort of like I've never felt true love, but I know how to come in these different people every night of my life. I feel like that's a pretty traditional. There's that's what this entire show is about, actually. <laughs> sex and the city. What's about sex and relationships? And Wilt Chamberlain's show went on six seasons, but they never switched it up. They never changed up the character. It was just him having sex with a different woman for an hour. Every yeah, there wasn't week. much of a story arc there. There really wasn't. Um, I, I, I kind of, I, I look at Aiden and I think, I think John Corbett is a great actor. I think he's got a lot of swagger. I feel like they found a different arc with Aiden and Carrie and I can't tell. You don't like it. I don't know if I do or not. It's different than Big. Big is like a cartoon. But Aiden, there's something where he's like, I don't know. It, does anyone does I love resonate? It. I like him. I like him. I, I like Carrie with him, too. I do, too. I do. She's a little less neurotic. I mean, that's she's, true. She's, she's a lot less neurotic. neurotic. Like she, with, with Big, she was always chasing something that she could never uh, 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 like get. And it was it was exhausting to see her kind of frantic like that at all times. Okay. With Aiden so far. <laughs> what do you well, th- <laughs> Did you just rub your beard on the microphone? I didn't mean to. I got up oh, okay. close. With <laughs> ASMR. Are we doing a Hey, real, real quick for 30 seconds, let's do a Bradshaw Boys ASMR episode. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys. I'm Corey Kevin. I'm Kevin and I guess my thoughts about Aiden are this. Kevin. I think he's bringing a different element to Kevin. the show. John. Kevin, John. tell us what your beard John. is like. John. My beard is uh, very tactile, and it's very. Um, <laughs> it's very How is ASMR not sexual? That's the weird thing. It's not sexual. <laughs> is that way? Do your John again. John. 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 <laughs> what if what if Jess Beers. Schwartz was just embarrassed? She's like, "Yeah, I love ASMR. Is it sexual? No, no, no not at all." No, no. And then we find out we're like, "Yeah, definitely, yeah, totally." But I don't, I don't know. It seems, I guess, it's, I guess it's it not. That's the weird thing. Element. It's not okay. It's going what you're saying. <laughs> Moving away from that weird ASMR thing we Sorry. just did. Back I, to the all right, John, 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 go. No, no, you, I'm, we're moving away. We're, well, the Aiden thing is just you have to bring a new flavor into the show. And imagine how difficult that casting is that it's like literally we're in this zeitgeisty type show and you have to n- knowingly be like, all right, we have to introduce a character that you're going to see him in one episode. And then you same with Steve, that it's like you have to bring someone that people are 
it's got to be written to be like, who is that? Yeah. And so many people have to like him. So I wonder if sometimes the first few episodes, if it's the spice is on a little too much because they're like, we got to make sure that this guy checks all the boxes. Because I could see that maybe a few like glances and stuff. That you're like, all right, chill yeah, out. But the bro. show is called Sex in the City and he's not having sex with her. So that's, I mean, at least for the first two episodes. So that's, that's missing a big box that people probably want to check. That's yeah. true. But I do feel like, to your the point, you wait though. The more he he's he knows the law of diminishing utility. <laughs> true, true. No, but I think the way that you said, you know, you bring this person in, and it's like uh, when we had Jim Miller on the podcast, and he talked about you have this rock, like what, like a booster rocket, I think he said, where yeah. it, like it goes up and then it yeah, splits yeah. off, and then it like adds another thing. I do feel like that's what I'm saying. I feel like we're in a different era. Of SATC now, where you're like, remember Who's the this first guy when people are like, even like first episode, like wait till you get to season three. Yeah, like so many people said that, and we're mm-hmm. in that now. We're there. Also, isn't it crazy that that Aiden line that got cut that he shuts the door at the end, and she's like, "Are we going to do this?" He said, "I got a dog sitter. I'm ready to diminish this utility," <laughs> and then they just go at it. And you have to know the you have to know the law, like the physics law, in order to really economic. The, here's the, economic law. Here's a sidebar. <laughs> it's economics. Is it the same thing as the law of diminishing returns? I've never heard it called the law of diminishing utility. Let me look it up. Look well, it up. Diminishing returns is what you get back. Utility is how useful something is to you. So returns and utility are different. Uh, okay, I'm just saying. I've only yeah. heard diminishing returns before, but I don't. I guess they're not the same thing. Um. So okay. We're utility is an economic term used to represent satisfaction or happiness. Okay. Wow. You know what? That's okay. Let's, let's go with this a little. Cause that actually, it, it, it is interesting to see the different relationships that are in that mean something. Cause they really did explore like we wouldn't appreciate Aiden or Steve as much for what they were if we weren't, a little bit exhausted with being like, like whoever Charlotte finds out, hopefully we like them. Cause it's like, it's, it's, we're learning to be like, we need something important. Right. Cause there's all this stuff that it's like, this is just, you're just wasting our time on TV with these randos. Like it's not that funny anymore. So it's is that, literally, is that because she, she really wants that? So we really want it because we're, cause I don't feel the same way about Samantha. Like I, I really want Charlotte to have a serious boyfriend. Yeah. But Samantha goes through the same follies that Charlotte always does. She ends up in this, this shitty situation or the guy does something but weird. Maybe it lasts longer, but, but I, I'm not like necessarily jonesing for Samantha to have. You're not jonesing serious. for Samantha Jones. To have Whoa, relationship. Oh, well, I good think Charlotte, but, but I think good Charlotte. Bah, bah, it was bah, a bah, long thing. So I think, but what it is, is that goes towards their true characters. Like I, right. you don't really want that for Samantha because like it's never Samantha as tragic for her. She didn't want that. I think what's happening I, I I was on the subway today. I can see what's happening. I can see what's happening. Is that from a musical? It's from uh, Lion King. Oh, you know I've only seen that movie once, and it shame was, on you. It was a year and a half ago for the first time ever. Amot Amot Kazi. What? That's I mean, shame. shame. And that's Ar- Armenian for shame. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, all right, all right. Keep going with what you're saying. Okay, here's what I'm saying. I was on the subway today because I live in New York City and I'm a proud New Yorker and I take the subway. And someone was watching The Office on their phone, and they were watching The Office, the wedding episode when Phyllis gets married. And 
I was reading the subtitles on their phone because they had like the subtitles on and I like started watching it and it made me think like, man, I remember when I watched the final office episode, I had like friends over, we watched it and I looked up and and the guy watching it on his phone was like smiling and laughing. And it made me remember like, I really loved that show. And I remember when all those characters like kind of meant something to me. And I think what's happening now is you're to the point where you're like, I really know these characters and I want something good for Charlotte because I want the show yeah. to go. And you're starting to have empathy for the characters. Right, right, That's right, like right. the mark of a great television show. Yeah. Well, all, yes, totally true. And also I would push back on what you're saying about Samantha because you're just saying something about that Charlotte would like a, like wants to get married, wants a steady thing. But if this show, if the entire thing happened and she never had even like a long-term fuck buddy or like a good friend to, I think that we would at some point desire to be like, Oh, just to like have another human. That's like a little more consistent um, in Samantha's life to follow along outside the girls or else She's missing something that um, that I don't know. I think that would be interesting to watch to see yeah. a different shade of her. I'll be I'll be really interested to see what it looks like when Samantha has a serious because it'll be so such such uncharted territory. Yeah, like we we, we know what it'll be like when Charlotte has one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so it'll be really interesting to see what they do. If and when Samantha has, I think she she has to, right? Do you guys know? I think I think she. That Samantha has a serious. Samantha has a she, serious. She does have a serious. Okay. Yeah, I. It is. She does subscribe to Serious XM at some <laughs> point. Yeah, she does. Isn't it funny too um, that if someone, if you're watching the show on, and someone explained what apps are and like the way dating culture has changed. They'd be like, oh my gosh, when that happens, the entire country is just going to nonstop fuck. And then actually <laughs> some like economic law went in and everyone's like, no, we don't anymore. It's gone down. It's gone down. You're like, why? And it's like, uh, that's just, that's just crazy. That's it just, is crazy. Yeah, it is. Should we do a Steve utility. talk? Nah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Should we do a dangler talk? A dangler yeah. talk? All right. Shout Steve, to- Steve was, uh. He wasn't dangling as much this time as he was last time. He was dangling hardcore in the last episode. <laughs> he, was he was out of the West Fourth ball courts dangling. with his those friggin' <laughs> baggy basketball shorts on dangling hardcore. And this and this he he was actually dangling harder than ever. It was just off screen when he literally just had uh, his doctor. And that brings us to Steve Talk. Here we go. It's a favorite time. It's a favorite guy. Miranda. <laughs> All right. In this episode of Steve Talk, um, Steve is going to go visit a um, a Cajun palm reader who is going to comfort him for the amount of women that he's um, slept with. Okay. Um, I believe. Corin, you'll, yeah. or Kevin, you'll play the Cajun palm reader. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, so I've never been to Louisiana before, but the thing I'm more concerned about is I've slept with like 60 plus and like, I didn't even tell Miranda, but it's, it's over 200. Well, I got to tell you right here. Let me see that palm. Cause you seem like you got a good relationship. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, it's a little, it's a little callous because I, I spent so much time dribbling the ball. Oh, I'm gonna call you clam boy. You got them clammy palms. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, man, I'm I want to throw this on the grill. Hear that? There. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh, are you grilling? Are you grilling my hands? Okay, ah, hold on, hurts. hold on, hold on. Here's your long, here's your, here's your longest. Uh, oh, uh oh. That's my love line. Oh, that's your love line right there. And you know what it said? What does it say? It said you ain't got chlamydia. But guess what? You got HIV, boy. <laughs> I gotta get out of New Orleans. It's deep top. Miranda. Thank you. Wow. What wow. happened That's in that sad. Steve talk? Man, if you're ever down in New Orleans, you gotta watch out. Also, last time Alanis Morthet killed herself. Or Steve killed himself in one of the Steve he talks. He did blow his head off in a yeah, Steve talk. It gets yeah. dark in Steve talk. I that the reason things get real in Steve talk. The reason why that popped in my head um, is because I wondered. I wondered two things. Because you're sick. No, no. I wondered if Steve was going to give his number and it was going to be like three, and then it was going to be like bombshell. Like holy shit! I thought it'd be a low number. Yeah, and then also I wondered if he was going to come back and have some like serious. STD that was, well, I don't know. What's the most serious you could get and still be comical? Herpes? Uh, chlamydia. Chlami- I, think. I think chlamydia might I think be. Chlamydia the, was but the she best said that, so I didn't know if she so was going to be like, I, one? I didn't have chlamydia, but syphilis? Chlamydia too. Chlamydia too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> chlamydia. T- I think it's called double chlamydia. <laughs> I got double chlamydia. But I thought for, sh- I thought for sure he had an STD. I like the clap. Like, because I, I don't know what that I don't know what the clap is. The clap, the clap is chlamydia. Is chlamydia. Clap oh. is chlamydia. Yeah. There you go. Clap yeah, it up. Chlamydia. Clap that's on. The fun, clap that's off. The funniest one. Chlamydia. Yeah, I think that's the funniest one. Well, they did crabs earlier this earlier in this uh, episode or series too. I think that's a funnier one. Yeah, because Charlotte got crabs, right? Yeah, the crabs is funny because it's literally a li- it's like a little rat it's like a little fucking rabbit. rabbit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's a rabbit. It's, yeah, a, it's around there and like eating your carrot. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my lord! That was the most Kevin. That was the most Kevin sentence followed by Kevin laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, just down there eating. I think it's because I just saw the movie The Favorite. There's a bunch of rabbits in that. Wait, really? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. Have we given everyone enough enough attention? I feel like um, I feel like we should be talking about Aiden. A we little need to bit talk more. about Aiden and Carrie. So we've talked we've talked a good bit about. Okay, so Steve and Miranda, we pretty much wrapped it up. Yeah, it he's was dang, he's dangling at the doctor's he's office. He's dangling the doctor's. Oh yeah, he got the inside of his wing wong smooth uh, swabbed out by a can't doctor. He, he can't even wax his ears anymore. Yeah, because poor guy. Because that guy had to stick a Q tip up his D tip, and then. Uh, but yeah, it was like he's not a slut, even though he's stuff more. Charlotte, we covered, right? Yeah. I will say that montage of Samantha with all the dudes she's hooked up with in the was elevator fun. was fun. It was, it was fun. Super fun. And she had a she had on a fantastic black and red dress. Yeah. I don't know who did that dress, but great. Okay. Carrie and Aiden. I do like the it. guy that she was standing in front of, just just right through the crotch know, hole. Right through the crotch of his pants. Just <laughs> you know, speaking working of, out some knots. Speaking of you were talking about Howard Stern earlier, and this has to do with that show, which is when I was a kid, there was a Howard Hey Robin, get out the butt bongos. There's is Baba Booey out here. <laughs> Baba Booey. So there was, but there was a caller, a guy that called in. He was like, he's like, I don't know, because this is what I'm wondering with what happened with Samantha. If that was a guy she brought home, or if she was seducing a guy. But this guy called in and said that he was just on a Greyhound bus, and there was a really attractive girl next to him, and she just put a blanket. She like put her hands down 
his pants and started, never spoke to him and then gave him a hand job. And then he was like stunned the entire time and tried to like pull her, her hand out. And then she wouldn't finish. And that was the whole thing. And that was Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Speaker of the house. Yeah, but he told that. I was always like, that's insane. But Samantha, and I think the guy was totally okay with it. So I was wondering, um, uh, I was wondering what, if you guys thought that Samantha knew that guy was bringing him home or was Mm. like, got in the elevator and just like went after some dude who she like knows from the building or something. I think she just went for it. You think? Yeah, that's yeah. You think she went she, for it? He was like there. Because he, he was, was like behind her. Yeah, he was like someone's uh, son, like one of those old ladies' sons, uh, and yeah. she just she saw what she she wanted, and she just went for it. Oh my gosh, that'd be that's so- a great. That was a great question. Okay, here's a here's a question. Samantha Jones comes on to you, and you do an okay, the, not realistic, but let's say you do an Uber pool. Mm, you yeah. end up with Samantha Jones in your Uber pool. Yeah, she comes on to you. What do you do? Uh, is she first stop or second stop? <laughs> but you have to look on the app. It says it says dropping off Samantha or like stop has been added. Stop. What if, what if it says stop has been added? We're now picking up. Uh, we're now picking up. If you have the, to, flirt, we're now picking up the girl from uh from Balzac. If you have to flirt <laughs> here, here's like this is this is just the ice cold nature of the world. If you have to flirt in front of other human beings, like when it's just like one-on-one, but all of a sudden, if there's another human being there and you have to flirt with someone else in there, that's risky business. So I think what you got to do is if she's coming on to you before the next person gets in, you just say, hey, are you going, like if they're, you know, if it's their house or a bar, probably Mm -hmm. based on the location, if it's like, hey, before this person gets in ruins vibe, should we get out and just like get a drink the next stop? Her be like, oh, that's Ooh. a good move. And that's you do it move. before the other person gets in because you'll lose your mojo. That's true. Because the other person will also make you look bad by, by they could sidetrack the conversation. You got to do it before in the secret. And then it's like, Ooh, we're a little special secret. Yeah. So that's, that's what good. I would do. That's a good move. That's a good move. I would say, let's get off and get a drink. It looks like you're going to the meatpacking district. I'll go to this bar you're going to. And they get out and she goes, honey, I live here. And but if, like, she, Uh-oh. if she jerked me off in the Uber pool and then all of a sudden, like, I'd be like, I'm just going to skip the drink. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm, 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 kidding. I'm getting the vibe that just by nature of us, of our excitement to talk about them, that we're still verdict on Aiden is still, Unclear. We're not super jazzed about him right now. We're not super jazzed, but I, you know what? I'm here. Like for we it. know, we know we should be because he's plays. In, he, we find out he's in one of the movies, so he's like he he's a series fixture. But we can't offer the same amount of enthusiasm that people have because they've they've read the book, and he's not coming in hot, dropping like absolute fucking lutely's the first time no. you see him. Like Big was. He's yeah. he's holding back. He's, he's, he's not going in. He's not, I think that's that represents the love that we're giving him right now. I think we're gonna end up really liking Aiden. Yeah, I think we're not, to, you know, I gotta say he's the, not coming in as hot as I thought he would. I and, and he's not. You're right. And I like that he has these principles where he's like, "Hey, it's just my deal, but I'm not gonna date a smoker." But he holds to that. And then he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna hold back a little bit." Like, and she's like, "Are we just friends?" And he's like, "Do I kiss my friends like that?" So we still got that out there. 
He's got a little Aiden sauce. I know. I like the, that. You know, the second that Catherine Zeta Jones walks by, he's out. He's out. <laughs> he did say that she was very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. He was right. She's a, she's an attractive woman. Then Michael Douglas is just like, get the fuck off my girlfriend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's my wife. I was in the Kaminsky method. <laughs> do you know what's, that show? Do no. you know uh, Michael Douglas said that he got throat cancer because he gave so many girls cunnilingus? Yeah, he did. Because you can get HPV in your throat. Mm -hmm. The STD episode. Yep. It's true. And that's what Michael Douglas attributed it to. Yeah. That's like the that's like the the most aggressive humble brag I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know I got this? Not from the years of dipping or the cigars I smoke. It's from eating girls out. <laughs> it's like that is so funny. That sounds like a dude that would hang out at a barbecue with Ank and then Ank yeah. would call him out. Such it's a just like brag. what's a, what is a way for someone to confess that they have a horrific cancer and still by the end of the sentence, me roll my eyes. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's from uh, all the cunnilingus I get girls. It's like, wow, oh, Michael is fucking, fucking doing that. Come on, dude. Shut up. Lord, man. Um, we get it. You were in a perfect murder. It was a really good movie <laughs> in the 90s. All right, Cosmo rating. You guys want to do a simultaneous Cosmo rating? Yeah, whatever that is. It's where we say, also, we've done it, we say it so five, many times. Four. Three, I don't know what mine is. Five, four, three, two, one, three point five. Five. Fuck you, Corey. What? We could have been perfectly synergized. You well, just said, you know what? I'm an individual. Go chew your gum somewhere else. All right. So why did you go three point seven five? Because I like Aiden. There, I said. It. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went three point seven five. Because I said, you know what? It's like I said earlier. Yeah. Okay. The episode before this one. Episode five, where was, we met Aiden, was, was, was it was a knock it out of the park episode. This one felt a little more like a little more straight, straight pitch down, straight, a uh, pitch straight down the middle. That's what <laughs> I'm trying to say. But I think that we've gone into another gear. I think we're in another gear of this show. And it just, I was like, yeah, you know what? A, a normal gear of the show in my earlier ratings would have been a 3.5 or a 3.25. I'm right. willing to go that's up fair. another quarter Cosmo and take another little sip of that. Vodka. That's fair. So that's where I'm at. Kev? Um, I would say, I said 3.5 because just the buzz of giving that 5.0 Cosmo last episode. 3.5 is good. If you look at my ratings, like, that's yeah, good. Maybe I even brought it down too far, but... That's 7 out of 10. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was really great. I find it actually, not even joking, like, very interesting our trepidation on Aiden because I feel like if if we didn't know anything, if we were watching it, we just we would love this dude. And it's just from you know the totally. the warning. So I thought I think he's a well written character. I think so sometimes the sauce on him is like little, like clearly they're like forcing us to fall for him, which which I maybe we just see that, but I'm fine with that. Um, I thought this was like. Like I said, at the beginning, I said, yeah, there's lots. I was totally like joking about that just because that is such a like now that's the answer to that is like, no. But I think this may have laid the groundwork uh, for that. I bet there's a friends. There's got to be a friends episode that has like the number. Like people's numbers talking about that. I feel like that's such a Dude, good. You should like uh, see every TV show where they bring up the their number. numbers. Yes. Yeah. I wonder. So there has to be a like a blog. Spend, yeah, like, I I think I, I just think that would be interesting because when I found out people were having like less sex 
And I wonder if you're just like, if you were just like having a normal amount of sex with a normal amount of partners and that happened to be like 10 and then you see some of these girls, you're like, man, I got to ratchet it up. Man, the episode of True Detective where they talk about their numbers. <laughs> yeah. Tom, it's a flat uh, circle and I'm 51. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really liked it. And I actually thought um, the way that they dealt with the SDs was like, um, at first I was like, is this just going to be an, an educational episode? That's like, but Miranda is the, actually the perfect character mm-hmm. to, to do exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to call every partner. And so I actually liked that cause that fit her character to yeah, do like the, the textbook thing. And I liked that when she said to that guy, he was like, why you call me? And she was like, well, now I remember why I didn't want, or he's like, yeah. you said never call. She's like, now I remember why. And then yeah. I up on him. That was great. It was great. Yeah. So I did a quick Google search of uh, TV <clears throat> characters with the highest sex partners. Oh, Holy would you guys like to hear the top five? I yes! uh, actually give us a, let's all take See a if guess. You can guess. Let's guess one. one person. Uh, I'd say Barney from uh, how I met your mother. What's your guess? I would say Barney from PBS shows Barney. Yep. It's, it go. is Barney. From PBS. There <laughs> we go. The pink. I the, love the you. Dinosaur. You love me. Was, oh, that's what it was. No, that's Barney Stinson. How I Met Your Mother. Number two. Number two. Uh, Matt Matt LeBlanc from Friends. No, I would say uh, Webster from Webster. W- woman. Old older woman. Oh oh, uh, uh, Golden Girls. Blanche. 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 Yes. Golden Girls. Yes. Oh dude. Uh, Charlie Runkel from Californication is four. Mm. Jerry Seinfeld. From Seinfeld. Really? Or is, is four, and then um, Samantha Jones. Is this even five. a vagina? What is this? Is it, uh, I'll tell you what. First, you look at it, you're like, is that a flower? And, and then, then Joey, Joey Tribbiani's right down there. There's so, a, interesting. And why do they call it the pistol? There's a pistol and a flower. I think a man is like... <laughs> is that okay. a real Seinfeld I, bit? I give mine a 3.5. I really like the episode. I love all the, the different um, character stories. I didn't... Love the fact that there was no chat. Like, there wasn't a, real, a memorable chat and chow. Yeah. There was the one where, like, Charlotte was, like, couldn't say the very beginning where she couldn't say that she was being called a whore and a bitch. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't love Aiden as much as I thought I would at this point. Mm. Let a that hush, sink in. A hush comes over the room. I thought I was going to be super jazzed about Aiden right out of the get-go. It'd be weird, though, if you were, because you're so obsessed with Steve. Why would you... Yeah, you're Give a Steve that, guy. Why would you, how, I do love Steve. How could you get excited, so excited about another person? I'm willing it, to do be. Do you think it's like Aiden's the Mets and Steve's the Yankees? And No, 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 sorry. Aiden's, Aiden's the, the Yankees, Yankees and Steve's the Mets, Mets and you're could a Mets be. guy. That's what, I feel, that's what it feels like. Anyway, 3.5. Um, great episode. It was yeah, fun. Would watch, I'll, I'd watch that one again, for sure. I would watch that one again. I feel like, like I said, I think we're in, I think we're in another echelon of the show. And it feels like, go ahead. I think if uh, you guys please get on iTunes, give us a rating. Yes, please do that. We didn't ask for that for a while, but now people are telling us that it really helps the pod. We would love that. That would help us so much, and we can get better guests, and we can do more stuff. And uh, also, uh, please write in, and we'll read any of your texts or your uh, messages or your uh, voicemails. voicemails. We would love for you to do this. Go on your phone right now. Go to voice memos, record a voice memo, and then hit the share button and just share that to our email, the Bradshaw Boys NYC at gmail.com. And we will and we'll play it on the play show. Play it on the show. That's right. All right. That all was right. all I wanted to say. Corey, take us away. All right, here we go. You know what? We're in another thing, and I'd say that it's this show. This show might have started out as, you know, a couple girls in mm-hmm. New York, but now 
It feels like they're just living these brand new lifestyles. And that's a good Charlotte moment right there. <laughs> the Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>